Raisin Man Arena. Okay, no, none of that. No, none of that could hear. None of that was heard at all. So, okay, let me fix this. None of them can hear. Let me see. What's what? Up? How do I fix this? You're in the chat. Oh Jesus. Let okay. us know if you can hear. No, we're gonna need. We're gonna need a little bit of. Let's chill. Let's chill. You yeah. can handle this, Felipe. Yeah. yeah. Let's, Don't, let's not freak out here. We'll do That'll side. Crazy. Side let's chat. Let's see. Audio codec. I'm obsessed with this idea that I'm gonna be poisoned recently. One, 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 one. Really? I'm worrying about it. I... By whom? <laughs> <laughs> You're like a mad one, queen. One, two, three. <laughs> Can people hear us now? I'm embarrassed you Can people hear us now? You can't oh, hear us? Maybe it's time. Hello, hello? No, people can't. There's I no audio. I was before I came here. I got two donuts. I got a coffee, but then I forgot the coffee inside the Dunkin', and then someone... One, two, three, four, five, six. Now people can hear us. Now people can hear us. Yeah. Yeah. They dripped something in there. So, all right. You dumped it out in the ground in front of them. All right, everybody. Welcome to Raisin Man Arena. We're going to start over from the top. Today is uh, January 24th, 2023. We got a great guest. But first, I'm going to let the people who are usually on the podcast introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Sam Lanier. Um, I'm 6'2", sometimes 6'3", and I like Chinese food. Yeah. I'm Sarah, and tomorrow is my one of my best friend's birthday. <laughs> and, and, and we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but first, I'm going to introduce our guest. He's a filmmaker. He's a director. He's a writer. Harrison Fishman. Hey, thank you. Hey. And oh, and he's a friend. And he yeah, edits ads for. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. I told you not to talk about that shit, right? No, I got ad editor. No. And it's like an embarrassing <laughs> yeah. thing I do. Yeah, I do it for money. Okay, we all have to do something for money. We all do here, something you know? for money. It's no, true. thank you guys uh, for having me on. Yeah. This yeah. Pod. yeah, this is a good day, I think. I feel, I'm looking at you guys right now. And this is good. Like, yeah. You, yeah. You came in with a bright energy. Really? Yeah. I was like, everybody in this house was having a negative energy. That's I exactly say, right. Right before you came in, Sarah was talking about something difficult in her life. That's right. I was setting up the, the machine, so I was in my own world. Right. Sam. I was in my room. You just woke up, it seemed like. Like, you no. walked. Yeah. That was, and then you put on this. Uh, nice. This, yeah, this Adidas. Yeah. And now I'm bright, bright, bright. Oh, I've had a wait, woke, waking up energy all day. Because, you got woke this night. Yeah. She got woke. I, my girlfriend slept over last night, and it was one of those nights where they wake up at 3 a.m. and then, like, toss and turn all night. And so then I was up right. at 3 a.m. she wanted to tell you stuff. and She wanted to whisper to stuff yeah. into my ear. Yeah. yeah. No, she has insomnia, so mm. whenever she sleep? sleeps over. I don't sleep great Okay. when she's over. When so. you wake up in the middle of the night with a partner, do you sometimes what I do is, like, you have to have sex, and then you can go back to sleep. Yeah. That's the way. So I'll go into your and Will's room. There we go. There what we the go. Fun? Dude, okay. Felipe, you had to make it sexual. I had to make it sexual. I had to go sexual. What's how much how many minutes into this are we? <sighs> Maybe five. But Instant sex. Five yeah. minutes. It sells. Bro, sex sells. Right. Harrison, you Sex bro sells. You were one of the first people that I had in my mind is being like, okay, wh when we have guests on the podcast, like Harrison Fishman will, really? will be like one mm -hmm. of the guests because mm -hmm. he's like cool and he what? makes cool stuff. Yep. And I re I'm starting to realize, because we're on like a guest kick now, I'm starting to realize <laughs> once you're on and once the like three or four other people that I had in 
and are on, I'll be like, you don't have any more oh, guests. there's no, there's actually no more guests to have on. So, I guess we talk to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is sort of a dream come yeah. true, but I realize as I'm sitting in front of you right now, I can sort of see the whole, the dark end of the tunnel at the other side. Really? I realize like, oh, yeah, this will be, of the end. what happens after yeah. this? You know? <laughs> There's other people. I mean, yeah. you guys have a it's lot true. of friends, yeah. you know, it's you have true. a bright There's future. anyone you know. You'll talk, to, you'll talk about someone on the podcast and then we'll have to get them on. You well, know? <laughs> hopefully no, you'll no, introduce I will. us to other people. Put in a good nice word with some of the comedians you work with. Yeah, I work with a lot of comedians. That's so, right. Yeah, we get, we can get some fucking celebs on this show, right? <laughs> Let's yes. like fucking pump this. Let's get Raisin Man yeah. up, right? Yeah. No, that's yeah. nice. Thank you. I'm I'm so happy to be here. Honestly, I was uh, I've been wanting to come on here for a while. You know, the f- but I didn't want to force it. You know, I didn't want to start DMing you guys. Hey, no. get me on Raisin, right? No. And people you have guys, done it. Yeah, they have. People sometimes are like, "Can I be on it?" No way. I, I sort of, I sort of like finessed you a little. You asked me, and then I was like, I can't, I can't. And then I was like, hey, in person, I was like, Hey, man, come on. Yeah, well, I, come on, come on. <laughs> I had asked you. I had right. asked you. Yeah, 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 you did. You did. You played coy. Do you think so? A no, little bit. No, I mean, I, no, I don't know. I you, was really anxious that day, honestly. Mm. Wait, when was this? I don't know. It was like the other week or something. When I was we just went in out. a weird vibe. Hmm. So where were you born? Sharon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great way. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great way to open up. I was born in Philadelphia. That's where I was born. Oh, Philly. 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 Oh, Philly. I love and the, Philly. the Eagles might be in the Super Bowl, yeah. I'm hearing. So I heard about that's this. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I don't follow that smut. <laughs> You're not into sports? Yeah. Not really, but I do. I, every time that, like, you know, I'm, I'm happy for uh, Philadelphia, you know, that I'm happy for the Eagles. Yeah. You know? They need a W. Huh? That city needs a W. They do, right? Soon. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that. It's funny because the very first time that I did a, any kind of radio, not radio, right, but like podcasting, it was because you and Pedro invited me yes. onto Saving Lives. And we talked about this on the Pedro episode. That's right. Yeah, I listened to the Pedro episode, so I'm very well versed in that whole episode. You've, so yeah. you know the whole <laughs> lore of the yes. episode. Yeah, yeah. But I do, yeah, you, uh, you and Ian yeah, came back on. In early Simple Town. Yeah, that's crazy. When was that? I don't know. I love doing this. Yeah, way back when. Oh, it was such a good college. It was so fun, bro. It was fun as fuck. Pedro and I had a podcast, yeah. Uh, Back at RISD. I'm sorry. And Josh, yes, back at RISD. I felt like Pedro acted like he didn't know what you were talking about. He did act that way. He did, right? I remember that. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then later on he said, (laughs) now I remember. But I remember very clearly because you guys were younger at RISD and I remember you had this podcast, Saving Lives, and you had a really stylish like video that you advertise and you had long hair back then it was like oh, tied yeah. up in a ponytail yeah. or like a man cool. one or whatever and I was like man these kids are really cool Nate did you think that? I did think you guys were cool <laughs> the ponytail yeah. was what? not a ponytail it was like a man like, bun they're cool cause they the long hair they were countercultural. Yeah. we're talking about boys here <laughs> smoke yeah. weed you could say we were kind of yeah. punk yeah. right? a little yeah. vibes yeah. Yeah. you guys were like arty yeah you were creative yeah we talked about weird stuff I remember like um doing that podcast and then we just listening back on them and then just Josh and I deciding to just take them all offline because we were just like listening to them. We were like, we sound insane, but I want to, <laughs> I want to listen to them. Like, I, I don't know. You regret taking them offline. I do. Yeah. I don't know where they are now. It was Damn. stupid. Yeah. I feel that way. I've taken a lot of stuff offline that now I wish was just still online. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait, why did you start a podcast? Was there a podcast you were trying to emulate when you were at RISD? I think I was, I really like this artist, David Cho. You ever hear about this guy? Who is he? Mm-hmm. He's like a 
he's like this he's like a, he was like a street artist who like he made a bunch of money on uh he like bought he like in i think he did a mural for facebook really early on and he like took <laughs> stock instead of money and then he like made a million dollars or something that's like his like claim to fame but he's mm. like a really great artist and like he had an amazing podcast and like um what was the podcast it's called dvd asa i'm not heard. oh wait i think you told me about i might have yeah point. it was good it was great. What was it? It was just really honest. It was him and Asa Akira, the porn star. And they uh, they were just like, they had like guests on and they were just like really honest on it. And I was just like, it just was really exciting. And I also was reading like a bunch of Anthony Bourdain. I don't know. Mm. I was just like, I want to like talk more and like have a mm. podcast and like, uh, yeah, I don't know. You were finding your yeah. voice. I was finding my voice. Yeah. Wow. And that's then I, great. And then I lost it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the podcast ended. Um, but then that's when you and Pedro were making movies back then as mm. well. When did that start? When did that start? Fuck. Chachi's hat presents movies. Chachi's suitcase. Yeah, suitcase. Pedro yeah. actually, like, I watched one of Pedro's movies freshman year when we weren't even friends. He like did a screening of it. And I was not making movies then. And I was just making like, I was just drawing cartoons and making weird sculptures. And then he, I saw his movie and I was like, I just was so inspired. And I was like, this, like, Aww. I've never, yeah, it's really crazy to think That's about. So I don't sweet. know. It's just cool. I've never seen somebody, uh, what's it called? I just did, I didn't even know that you could like make films at like that age. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. Even though I was like, oh, I really want to make movies, but I was like, ah, yeah, you do that when you're older. Like, exactly. you can't just make a movie. Like, yeah. you exactly. know? And uh, yeah, and then I don't know. I forget even how Pedro and I, oh, yeah, we just started doing like street art or street art. We started like doing painting murals together, like doing graffiti stuff. This was then, in high school, right? This is in. At RISD in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. This is in middle school. <laughs> you, did, you go to the, did you go to that high school that everyone went to? I didn't. I didn't okay. go to that. Yeah, that shit's yeah. crazy, dude. The, like, Hogwarts arts yeah. high school. Yeah. Yeah. All of my friends went there. All though. the girls I have crushes on from RISD went there. Yeah. Did they? Were there a lot of girls? No, there's, like, two girls I have crushes on that went there. Say their names. Nah, Come on. Just say their names. Let's be honest. Be honest. The cute girls come from there. Be honest, like Asa, Akira. The cute girls come from there. I yeah. thought on the way over here, I was like, maybe I'm just gonna like lie the whole time. I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, how long could I lie for? You just go on and just like try yeah. to like, I was just like, do a, a British accent the whole time. Yeah, 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 no, but I can't. No, that's funny you say that though about not knowing you can make movies. I feel like I said that to Pedro that when I look at his work and how long he's been making stuff, I'm like, how did you know you were allowed to? Be a cool artist when you were really young. Yeah, because I feel like you're. It's true because when you're in high school, you're like, well, I want to make art, but it has but to be later, shitty. Art. It has yeah. to be shitty art. <laughs> yeah, now it has to be like, you know, graphite, really hyper rendered graphite yeah. drawings. <laughs> right, right. That's what you do in high school, and then later on, you do other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. totally. Yeah, I like did. I did just studio art. Yeah, I was just making like fine art for so long. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was just making. Yeah, I was just making. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, shout out to Pedro for that. It's it's cool. I I loved. It. He made a movie called La Noche. That's right. I've I mean, we it. talked about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're big That's fans right. of La Noche. Yeah. yeah. But it's true. You were making a lot of sculpture. In fact, I think I saw your. Didn't you make that big sculpture that it was sort of like uh, a circular? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, what's that? Like vinyl toy inspired. Yeah. I don't know if you call it that, but like I you saw that at yours that. at a at a gallery like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I made a giant. I just was making really big sculptures but after i made that one i was like um 
I never made another sculpture again. It was just kind of the last one. I was like, I just don't actually want to do this that much. Is there anything I you wanna... miss about the sculpture making medium? I like the... Um, it's nice to make stuff with your hands. Like, I miss... I don't know. that I miss, like, a, having a studio practice. Like, in the, in the, in the best sort of... Um, I don't know. Yeah, it would be cool to have a studio, you know, and like be making stuff and be making films. Just like be making a lot of different kinds of stuff would be the coolest thing. But yeah. You got to focus at some point. I don't know. You can't do a, everything. It's, it's so unfortunate. Hard. No, you can't you get, do right? cool t-shirts and videos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a great example though. Yeah. I like totally stopped making like... You get punished yeah. if you do, do, you? Like, do a lot of different <laughs> kinds of stuff, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Or like people just are confused too. They're like, <laughs> you, like I thought you were a shirt guy. Like, yeah. You, yeah. yeah. It's true. I remember when I was in high school, there was an illustrator I liked, and he had this one style that was like kind of anime looking, and then he had another art style that was like kind of pixely looking, Mm -hmm. and he literally had two different sites that he would use different names to as portfolio sites for these two different styles. Wow! So this dude just for two different he was it was still illustration, but he was like, I need two sites. Right. I need to be two different guys for this. So imagine making a shirt. In a movie, can't no do it. Way. No way, Cannot yeah. I mean, I had the I had that thought when I was like, <laughs> when I was airbrushing a lot of shirts. I was like, maybe I'll make a new Instagram for my <laughs> <Yeah>. shirt practice. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to be like, I don't know. But maybe that's like a smarter business decision. Yeah, you, you know, you like make different like um, outputs for different things. Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But regardless, I remember in college, like a senior year, they, they like. A guy came in who was from the like jobs boards office and was like, "You guys need to have a website." And it was like it was this stupid like that is so fast. yeah like boomer suggestion <laughs> about what it's like what it's like to try and get a job in you know I don't know 2016 when I right. graduated. Yeah. Um, but, did you? But did, I still did you do don't it? have a website. Oh. No. Dude. Yeah. Um, Josh is in the chat saying that um, saving lives caused drama. Yeah. It did, yeah. Damn. Oh, you're bearing you the lead. You want to talk about it? It it did. <laughs> <laughs> what did it cause? I don't remember. Don't it was remember. Long. I'm trying to think. I think Josh said uh I'm going to out Josh right now. Or jo- Josh said um What did Josh say? Oh, I think we might have mentioned a girl's name. We talked about girls. We talked you like Pedro, I want to fuck her. Pedro, Pedro might have said so we said we were just saying Stuff. I think we said <laughs> names of girls and there was some drama there. Maybe Damn. Josh said that nine eleven was America's fault or something. Mm. Or, but I forget. Like, I mean, show me the lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. And I, the Providence police came. <laughs> <laughs> the SWAT. Someone swatted us. Yeah. I don't remember what else drama. Josh, what other drama did this shit start? That was that was before. Oh, and you know what? Brian Brian was doing Rizdio. That's how we we got on uh, saving lives. We got. Through Brian Oaks. Oh, really? Yeah. Radio. 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 Yeah. Radio was Rizdi's radio. That's a fucking mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. All this sort of. uh, Uh, We're we're trying to. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. We're trying to contextualize you, right? So, so, so for the listeners. But if you're a listener who doesn't know who Harrison is, you're like, okay, this guy did a college radio yeah. show yeah. is that what he's on i made a big sculpture <laughs> guys i make a lot of i guess he's not shit. making it anymore yeah. so, yeah. so harrison has is 
a, like a filmmaker now and writer. And he's yeah. made some cool, really, really cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff. And we're going to get to that. Okay. But we're still at Harrison at RISD. And we're going to build a little bridge from there to now. I like so, that you guys, I like that you guys do this. I, I like, I, I'm now I'm stuttering. I'm like getting on. No, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, it's cool. I like this. Uh, it's cool to take your time with this kind of stuff. You know, yeah. let's start from the beginning. Let's really. Build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you it know, seems like you're really steering the ship here, Sam. You, you sort of had to get it back on course. Well, so. you know, I, I'm good at contextualizing. Right. Maybe not much else. Yeah, <laughs> not much. Else. Um, so, OK, so you're at RISD and you're making little drawings and little sculptures. Yeah, you're doing this radio thing, whatever. And you meet Pedro he made a cool movie. Yeah. And then you were like, I could start making movies and be cool like Pedro. Yeah, pretty much. I okay. like, what did the, what was the first movie we made? It was a movie called Tarat. It was like a, this black and white surrealist movie where like we made these like, um, we were, we were, we were, we were in sculpture. So we were like, oh, we have to like, combine sculpture with film. Like we have to make all of our props and like all this kind of stuff. So it's like, we kind of just, um yeah made this this surrealist movie god i don't even remember what it's about i i play a detective it's all in black and white like um Love that. there was like yeah we there were these the like, characters in like metal helmets and like it was really um were you, were you trying to emulate anyone i think honestly i'm trying to think what we were trying to emulate i was really inspired by um this comic book artist daniel Klaus a lot Big fan. I love his like writing and and I, just his like. Um, oh, there we go. Write him down. We can get him on the podcast. <laughs> Someone said it was Mar Marcel. Oh yeah, we were super inspired by this artist Marcel Zama. Also, Josh is saying that they said I said something like Americans need to stop focusing on nine eleven and people stop to set a party. Really enraged. <laughs> and people wow. stop to set a party. Wow. Two thousand teen. Like young Democrats, yeah. young RISD Democrats. <laughs> it's honestly so, it feels so good to be at a party and then someone comes up to you and hey, I heard what you said. Yeah. It's like so yeah. thrilling. Oh my god. That's man. what's fun about college. Is you're in this like mini little scene yeah. where everything you do is like reverberates. It's so exciting, man. <laughs> but bring me back. I know. I wish I was back Put there, but you got like Marcel Zama. You ever see this artist? No. You know what did guy? Marcel Zama make? No. He's like a fine artist, but his he oh he you know what he does? He's a fine artist who makes he he's made a lot of films. Okay. But they've shown in galleries and stuff. Like they're not like um you know they're, they're not narrative. like fun to watch. They're not that <laughs> fun to watch. They're visually fun to watch, but like they're not that I don't know. We just like liked that he was like making sculptures and paintings, but also it translated so well to like a live action film. Mm. And we were like, wow, this it's cool to do sculpture uh, with film. I don't know. And just like combine them. It's also like, it's so fun or like it makes filmmaking more fun. Um, when there's an element of, you know, your hands really involved in it. I don't know. At least for me, totally. I like, because like, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's why animation is so cool. I don't even do it, but like, it's so, hands-on i don't well, know yeah i mean when you're a kid and you realize that the actors don't actually get to be in charlie's chocolate factory and that they're just like in the green screen room that's so depressing it's like you want there to be this physicalness to right. the world mm -hmm. of the films mm -hmm. that actually exist totally yeah. well it's interesting i mean i guess i'm sort of skipping ahead but like the stuff you make now you manipulate it a lot i mean it right. is kind of animated like you're animating because right because you film it i mean we can we can build up to this but you film in 360 and then you're like animating the movement right yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. 
Well, let's wait for that. Let's yeah, we gotta hold it. The whole, I'm sorry, yeah. that was no, a big no, spoiler. Right now, Harrison hasn't even he hasn't even let go of sculpture yet. Yeah. <laughs> story still so, did on. you major in film animation video? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? He doesn't do so, animation. Do you I'm know? Just, I hate it. I hate do you not want to frame? I hate what I'm doing. <laughs> do we so, not frame? So, frame? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm curious because because there could be like an interesting origin story here if we could like tease it out of you of like oh, wow. okay you were a guy who liked to make little t-shirts <laughs> you may not want to give and sculptures but now it's like six years later or whatever or, right. five, or four years later and you're like oh i actually love making videos and i'm curious was there a, was there a switch what happened you know what happened I think that like, and it uh, might not have been at RISD. You no, know? it was. It was at. I mean, I. I think that like once I started making stuff with Pedro, and we made a. We just like um, started to make films very quickly, and like, um, yeah, we were doing a bunch of films on green screen called Chachi, and we were just like having so much fun being in our like little mm. mind bubble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're just like close. And you guys, you guys do this all the time. You know, it's like when you're. Um, you're just like really closely collaborating with somebody or a couple people and it's just like you just get on this sort of this flow state with each other um yeah we're like it's like not every idea i don't know i felt like when we were making those early movies or when i first started making films pretty much with pedro like it just felt like no idea was bad like we were just like going for like it was more important just to finish the movie and just make something than to be like to overthink it Mm. um and that, I, yeah, I don't know. That was just so addictive. And I think after I started doing that with Pedro, like, yeah, I just had a hard time being like, um, oh, I'm going to make, like, fine art now yeah. or something. It was just like... W- were you posting that, like, on social media, your videos? Or were you having screenings? Was it, Were they, like, being seen by people? They were being... We were showing them, like, in our school, like, in critique. Okay. And we posted them online, but we were so bad about posting. Like, we just, like, weren't even thinking about, like the reach of them we yeah. just like we're i feel like we'd like make a film in like two weeks like on adderall and just like be completely <laughs> burnt out from like staying up for like four nights straight like with our eyes bleeding and then we'd like show it in critique and people would be like that was weird like <laughs> nice job dude or like yeah. i don't like that and then the next day we'd like go to sleep and then we wake up and we just like sort of forget about the movie and then like two months later be like i guess we'll just put it online or I don't know. It's funny, yeah, because I remember in college, Pedro was sort of an early, early Instagram adopter. Or I don't know. I just remember he was like big on Instagram back in college. And this was before I even understood that whole game. Right. And he was like, you got to, this is what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. But he was just, a heavy poster. He was yeah. a heavy poster. He still is. But then I feel like with like Chachi 4, you guys did make an event out of it, didn't you? You like premiered yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. Four. Sorry. You said Chachi yes. 4? I think we're <laughs> skipping ahead to Chachi 4. <laughs> we talk about Chachi 3. In Chachi 9. <laughs> yeah. My sister just said, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> on the chat, she said, I'm so proud oh, of you. That's, that's nice. Uh, I love you, that's Alexander. Sweet. I'm going to ban her. Just no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're banned from the chat. That's my only, that's my only friend. Um, we did a... Yeah, you know what was cool? I, I forgot all about this. We like made... We did a Chachi suitcase tour where we, we, we just showed it at RISD and I think we showed it at Emerson. 
That's a good tour. <laughs> That's yeah. a tour. I'm trying to think about what else, where else we tour. showed it. Just took the MTA up, up to Boston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, the tour was good. Yeah, on the, living funny. life on the road. Um, Chachi. Oh no, we showed you. We showed it at one of your guys' comedy shows or something. Yeah, you're right. It was, um, and that know, was in New York. That's right. It was me and Will premiered, or we like put out a zine called Hothead. Do you remember this? No. We I put didn't out, go to college with you. No, no, it wasn't in college. It was once. It was maybe it was before like, you got. It was in Vital Joint. It was a Vital Joint, uh, and me and and me and Will put out a zine called Hothead, and I premiered uh, War for Dogs. Yeah, yes. that's for you had never seen War for Dogs, yeah, so you hadn't. You weren't at the show, and we premiered Chachi Four at it. Chachi or, Three. Chachi Three, but Chachi we did a sneak peek. Oh, sorry, you know what? It's called Chunky Three. Chunky Three. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you changed up the formula there. Why'd you do that? Yeah. No, we thought Pedro and I thought it was funny that we made like Chachi One, Chachi. Ch- Chachi, Chachi's Revenge, and then the third one was called Chunky Three. Like sort of just a that curveball. is funny. Yeah, you know. Oh, curveball. Wouldn't do that now. Yeah. 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 That. That it fucks curveball. up engagement. Yeah, it people are so sensitive these days. Yeah. You can't yeah. just name something Chunky no. Three, you know? Like, people go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're doing Adderall, you love making movies and stuff, then you graduate, and this is where. I kind of where you come into my life. This where, is where it gets fucking weird. Where, yeah. where I find <laughs> yeah. you move to Miami. Yeah. Okay. So why did you do that? Not everyone does that. You know, not everyone not everyone's in Miami. Most yeah. of my friends don't live there. I gotta yeah. stand up right now. No, I'm just joking. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stand up right now and address this. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like I actually, I, it, if it was a very natural thing to me to move to Miami, but yeah, not everybody does that. I don't know, it, but it made sense for me because, um, I moved there because Pedro was, um, this summer before senior year, Pedro did an internship at this organization called Borscht. Which, a, which we talked about on this episode. You guys talked about it, yeah. yeah. So no one in the chat should need any background on no. that. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about Borscht. <laughs> Were you if you're in interested Borscht? in Borscht, go to the Pedro episode. It's a film collective. Were you okay. in Borscht? I was in Borscht, yeah. And so I did the I did this like fellowship that was run by Dylan, who I work with now, and he he did the he ran this fellowship for um, people in Miami and anywhere to basically come for the summer and make films at Borscht. Yeah, Borscht was just like, it was, you know, it's a, it was just a really cool film collective in Miami. And Pedro did it. And then he, the next, you know, came back to school and he was like, that was, you know, that's the coolest, it's the coolest place ever. Like, yeah. these people are amazing. Like, I'm so inspired. And I was like, now it sounds like a cult. It's like, ah, oh, you got to go back. So, so then he was like, you got to go. And then, yeah, I went, and then I went the summer after I graduated, and then I just decided to stay in Miami. I was like, "This is this is the no, coolest thing." No, it sounds lit. I feel like if I'd been younger and I didn't have Simple Town and we didn't like make the plan we made, it would have been easy for me to. I don't know, like I, it's something I would have wanted. to Right? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean the plan? The plan. <laughs> well, when, when college, <laughs> you made oh, it. Our, our little, yeah, well, our little plan. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, you need one. It'll, it'll all become clear with time. I I have like 10 it. shipments yeah. of like fertilizer and gum powder like that I like garage her into my room. Yeah. I come and I like knock on your door and you're like, it's just kind of cool. like, soon all of downtown New York will know the plan. <laughs> I feel like you're more Riddler. You're more Riddler, bro. Yeah. Kind of Riddler vibe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just I'm mean... I'm like Bane because I'm big. Yeah, yeah you're Bane. Like yeah. I'm, the, I'm the penguin because I'm short. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you're Riddler, Sam. And I'm more the Riddler. Yeah. yeah. No, you're Joker. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know too much about Sarah, these guys. Sarah's too, Sarah's too like, the world is... Yeah. You, want to, you want to bring the world into order. 
I don't want people to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to cause chaos. Dude, it's so much better that way. I just God. meant I just meant that when college ended, Simple Town was like, let's move to New York altogether. Mm. So that's what I mean by the plan. Like, you know, we were like, well, okay, I got a, I got a plan. Yeah. But it sounds almost like if I had been younger and like, I mean, I was friends with you guys, but I wasn't like in your crew really. Right. But it's like, yeah, that would have been the spot to he go to. He wasn't in your crew. You, said you right. really wanted yeah. to be there. I wanted <laughs> to. I wanted to. I wanted to be in your crew. Bro, so. We didn't make it happen. Starla too, right? I was, yeah. Okay. For, but just for so a little bit. Let's talk about that for 20 minutes. That's, <laughs> that's no, I know. I knew. It was in Starla. You guys up. were in Starla. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, I just, I heard about you. I didn't even, I met you like <laughs> when I moved here. But before, No, no, I met you. I met you before that. I think. I met you at when we showed uh, Chunky Three. Actually, <laughs> wait, we hadn't met before. <laughs> no, 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 Sam. Sam, sorry. Yeah, I was okay. like pointing at you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you did point at me. Chunky Three. Yeah. Yeah. What, what had you heard about line. me, and then we can move on to to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything about you. All right, uh, just cool. good things. Let's just move on. Good, <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good things, Sam. I'm trying to think about what I heard about you. I think I might have even seen you perform at one point. Cool. Um, well, okay. you want to so know what he Miami. heard about you? Yeah. Well, he said I'd heard about ah, you. Okay, okay. And I was curious. Oh, okay. No, because I knew Felipe and it was just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Heard you're That's his cool. Friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about yeah. you, Sam. Well, I heard all the allegations. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been waves of cancellations that Felipe and I have weathered through the years. Yeah. That's Brown. the episode I thought we were doing today. Yeah. <laughs> Look how strong you are now. Yeah. Look at you now. I can't believe Simple Town had you. Yeah. <laughs> like, let you be in the group, you know? Um, so, okay, so you moved to Miami and it's sick there. And is it is it indeed everything Pedro said it was? It is, yeah. Oh okay, God. cool. It was really cool. It was, yeah, it was very cool. I think it, the, I think the... Th- <laughs> Why, why I was just laughing about the thing we were just talking about. Sorry, I'm, I'm, but I'm here now. I'm here Can you to listen to me? <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> the guest here. I mean, this is insane. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was a good time in okay. Miami. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just cool to like, um, um, I think because like I was saying, I was doing so much fine art and I was around a lot of like fine artists and like an institution and like we were really just like in art world. Yeah. vibes it was just cool to go somewhere where it's like everybody was like taking film really seriously but in like you know it was in it felt sort of punk and in like a art artsy way or something you know i hate that i said artsy it just yeah. felt like you know and it was just cool like everybody was like really serious about making no, funny you, weird films and the vibe and the vibe i feel like all the work i saw coming out of there wasn't like it wasn't like uh sundance style short films like it was still kind of like you know a little bit uh, left of center like it was it was like it wasn't like fine art films it wasn't like gallery films but it also wasn't like yeah um straight ahead short films yeah like serious yeah yeah short there was something kind yeah. of experimental about i mean at least what you guys were doing yeah well i have a question about that because i was like i because i saw the stuff you and you and Haley and dylan and everyone else was doing i was like okay Harley, so, excuse me, sorry, Harley. Excuse um, you is right, man. You're gonna make me go yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, what are they basing this off of? Are they tr- making this for the internet for to be screened? Like, what, what were, what were the ambitions behind that that you would want to just keep making more of that kind of stuff, or that was yeah, in, what was the in dream? and of itself the end goal? 
like the style of our movies or something or like yeah yeah because i was gonna say describe it just there like, is, it, there is a borscht style it, there is a borscht style for borscht sure house style right? yes we like sat down and i was like oh this is like a whole vibe and i'm kind of curious about that but you know what it is right or maybe I'm wrong. I, want, I saw like maybe five films, and I was like, "There's like a th- there's a through line." Then say, can you say what it was? Yeah, yeah. Describe it. I um, just want to. I think one, I just want to hear what you think. One <laughs> through line, and this is true about your films now, is that there was like a lot of playing with um, like different sort of um, ways of filming something. So a movie might be like filmed that way, a regular camera, but then it cuts to a GoPro and then it cuts to like phone footage and then it cuts to some, and then it cuts to like a, a computer screen. So there's a lot of like intermedia, um, sort of the way that, that the filming is actually treated. Um, narratively, they're kind of like deconstructed a little bit. So they're not like uh, sort of straightforward narrative or even when there is a narrative, it's like cut up a little bit. So mm-hmm. you're getting like, weird moments of it and you have to kind of reconstruct it in your head um i mean i think the gopro was a lot like a theme i kept seeing a lot like people with, that have gopros and it's or they're like they're carrying a camera and they're carrying a camera as part of the story yeah yeah um definitely. like w- did that guy wait who made the miami was that dylan who made that my trip to miami? yeah yeah that's dylan dylan oh, that's made my dylan. trip to miami that's right well so that yeah yeah that was like the first time um or that to me is like emblematic of that style definitely yeah it's it's a, it's i mean i think that we were very inspired by each other and i mean i also think that like um what's it called i think partly like making films with gopros or you know phones or like you know different sort of shitty cameras is it's also because it's just it is I don't know. It's, it's it's way easier to do that than to you know get a DP to shoot your thing or like right. I don't know. And it's also like it just makes it like um, the aesthetic becomes so a part of the narrative in a way where it's like yeah I don't know like yeah it's hard because when you're like if it's easy to make like a film that looks really bad if you're trying to make like a film or something, mm-hmm. you know? Like I've just seen that a lot and I feel like I was like so like staying away from that because I was like a- really afraid to make something that looks like amateurish or something. So like, I think we just like if you're out. trying to make a slick movie and you don't make it look slick, it looks really bad. Whereas if totally. you're trying to make a janky movie, it's easier to like, yeah. to do something that looks yeah. interesting. I also feel like in my producing, it's not an exciting challenge to make something look really expensive with a little bit of money. It's more exciting to be like, we have a little bit of money. What can we do? Yeah, we yeah, just, definitely, a hundred percent. So yeah, and, and yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a budget thing as well. For but sure. it's interesting too that like you know, I, I can think of at least three films where like the fact that, for instance, the ca- the characters holding the camera is part of the character. Like for instance, in mm. The Big Parade, mm-hmm. which you made with Dylan, and who else was like part of the and Pedro and Pedro. Yeah, um, there's like a whole scene of like a guy holding a iPhone at a at a like town hall meeting yeah like causing problems and it's like i think you have a lot of these characters who are like stop filming me like you're filming me right now and it's like and you see what they're filming so it's like this kind of guy that's like filming the world and surveilling people and like i don't know it like becomes a part of the plot or it's like what kind of character has a camera on them at all times for sure yeah and i I just like i i still love that like it still gets me excited and i think all that like really comes from like my brother and I, my brother just watches so many YouTube videos. He's just like an insane like um, consumer of any type of video. And I think that we had watched so many videos of like, like those confrontations and like just a simple, 
there's something so exciting to me about a confrontation between two strangers that I just like <laughs> still just love so much. Like it's almost hard for me to like I don't know, I like write I try to write stuff where like, you know, about characters that know each other with like a whole prior relationship. But like it just excites me a lot when like strangers get into something or it's like it's completely like organic. Mm. You're watching something completely unfold like before your eyes in that moment when you're watching the thing and I just like love wow and everything's there because yeah. there's no backstory there's no yeah. backstory and it's so much more believable like um yeah dude um um fuck what I, I'm blanking are you reading a comic yeah live leak live leak is so um uh is so huge what is that live leak you don't know what live leak is no no, and really? I was brave enough to ask. Okay. I know, like, so I know, I know so a little bit. Don't punish me. I know a little bit, but not that much. Ask. So it's good that yeah, yeah. you explain it. Live leak was like I don't know. I guess it's off now, but it was like basically you know. I mean, I don't know. It's just like really raw, like unfiltered YouTube where like yeah, I don't know. There was like you know beheading videos or just like kind of like violent stuff, and then there was also just like um, I don't know. There's a lot of really inspiring stuff on live leak because it was just completely unfiltered. There was this guy also um, who I was really inspired by and I have to say his name, a surveillance cameraman. Who's that? So there's this guy named surveillance cameraman, right? This, he's probably my favorite filmmaker ever still to this day. And he made these, this series of videos. Like, you know, I think each video is like, I don't even remember how long he made so many of, I don't even know if you can find them online, but basically like all he was doing was, going up to people with a um a point and shoot camera basically I, I very much ripped him off but it was just like he had a point and shoot camera and he would just like go up to people and film them but he wouldn't say anything like and he would just film them until they started to realize wait i think i've seen this i think i've seen a short that this guy made yeah or you did might you have, send it to me i might have sent it to you a while ago or did i'm trying no or maybe did that guy Dan Straight make a movie that was like that? Dan made Dan made a music video that's like amazing. That's like a bunch of guys filming. Yes, that yeah, yeah. that video is cool, Joji but it's video. not that. Yes, but no, but there was a video that was literally what you're telling me. Someone just filming until people get pissed off. I think it might be this. I mean, it wasn't. It, these this is all real. Like he's just filming people. Like there's this. There's you know. There's ones where like you know he just goes up to like he just you see the camera like. This guy walking up to like a guy in, in Starbucks drinking a drink or whatever, like a middle-aged man. And he's like behind the glass, you know? And he's just like, so it's like this guy's just filming this guy drinking. And then like he's filming him for like five minutes until like you see the man notice he's getting filmed. And he's like, go away. And the yeah. guy's just standing there and he's not saying anything. And then like the guy, you see the guy like get up and like come outside. And he's like, what are you doing? And like, it's like you're seeing this whole like. Nair it's like so thrilling because it's like it's happening before your eyes yeah. and this guy is provoking chill. these people <laughs> there's but there's this one that it's one of my favorite uh videos that he made which is like he goes up to a guy this old man he's so old and he's just eating french fries from mcdonald's in his parked car oh sorry he's eating french fries <laughs> no worries. in the hole yeah what yeah right in the <laughs> yeah. hole he's eating french fries in his parked car with the seat reclined in the parking lot right and so this guy surveillance cameraman is just filming him for basically about like 10 minutes while he's eating french fries wow. and he doesn't notice him and and then like right at the end of the video he like notices him and the and the old man just kind of like laughs and he's like i didn't see you there like <laughs> but it's like, it. yeah, and he loves it's it so and it's like sweet. it's a rare one out of all Aww. of his videos because it's not like 
you know, a violent confrontation. It's like, funny because that's like, that's like, uh, it's like John Wilson, like anti John Wilson. Mm. Yeah. Like get seen and then interrupt the action. Mm. Like don't, it's not like you're catching someone in the act. You're letting them know that you're seeing them and actually affecting the outcome of what you're filming. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a negative zone. Mm. John Wilson. It's like yes. if John Wilson was just tr- truly twisted and you know, Andy Ruse. That's how I saw it on his site. Okay. So yeah. I saw it on Andy's site. Andy, yes. which I didn't, I mean, I started working with Andy on this thing that we're working on now. And I, I, um, what's it called? But but I didn't realize that Andy. I found out way later that Andy had actually produced one of surveillance ca- cameramen. So what did that mean that he bought the camera? <laughs> what it meant was I think that he just yeah I forget Dude, what it chill. really meant. We could have Andy on our show. Bro, you're right. <laughs> and I'm roasting him. I'm roasting Dude, his Seriously, chill out. Man. I, I forget later. what Andy did, but he somehow like uh, I think he invited surveillance cameraman out to. Um, to uh, Providence, Rhode Island to do one of his videos or something because Andy was living in Rhode Island at the time. Hmm. But Andy said what he, he was, was doing, a, huh? Huh? I wonder what he was doing there. Andy? Yeah. Andy worked on Million Dollar Extreme. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he's, a, he's an amazing director and amazing producer. Shout out Andy. I, I hope he's listening right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. I love that guy. But yeah, hmm. surveillance cameraman. Um, that's interesting. Guys, I really recommend. Oh, guys, I really recommend. I just nerded out. <laughs> no, yeah. that's the move. Well, it makes me think about, I don't know if we want to keep going through Harrison's biography or we can talk about this, right? Uh, okay, whatever interests you, you should bring it We can it up. go step cool. into any cool. door the that's opened up. the guest thing's kind of a new thing. Yeah, yeah, so we're yeah, learning yeah. how to interview life. a guest yeah. live on air. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking about this. You, you watched Paul T. Goldman last week. Have you watched this show? I haven't. I really want to. Yeah, it's on Peacock. People are talking about People it. People are talking about it's it. It's kind of like in the vein of Nathan Fielder, sort of, but the premise is just that uh, this guy wrote this book about his life and about how he was scammed by his ex-wife, and then he started um, DMing directors on Twitter kind of at random, being like, produce my show, produce my show, I've written a screenplay. And this guy, Jason Wooliner, who directed Borat 2, takes him up on it, and then they make this TV show together based on the scripts that this random, kind of crazy-seeming man has written. Um, and the finale just came out on Sunday, and there's all this like uh, build-up to knowing that like eventually the man is going to see the show that Jason Wooliner has made about him, and that it's not going to be what he expected it to be, and there's going to be this kind of conflict. And as I was watching it last night, I was thinking about, like, oh, I'm so interested in like documentary, but I would just never want to be in conflict with the subject, or I'm thinking of this because you're talking about surveillance cameraman, right. it really brings it to the fore, where it's yeah, like, yeah. the person filming directly in contact with the subject like bothering them by filming them yes potentially getting into a fight yes like everything all the artifice is removed it's just like straight up and I was thinking as you're saying that I was like oh I want to not be in this kind of Jason Wooliner like position but that's inherent to documenting people and the conflict can come in all different forms you can just film them until they get mad at you you can make a documentary about them and have them see it and not appreciate what you did you can do a Nathan Fielder thing where you're on camera with them and like kind of tricking them or, but like, there's gonna be definitely this kind of yeah conflict. I mean, yeah, and that that's that is the crazy thing about making documentaries that like ultimately, yeah, it's such a what a sticky situation. Well, I mean, yeah. I think what's interesting is that like being on camera as yourself is inherently anxiety inducing. Um, like, it's anxiety inducing to be on a podcast talking about your life. It's anxiety inducing to be filmed. Yeah, especially when you're not ready for it. But um, most of the time, I think people are like afraid to be caught on camera or it's like it's stressful. It can be a stressful situation. Like people don't I mean, I guess 
you're describing. I mean, in this in the show, like this guy kind of wants to be. He kind of wants it. But like, right. Yeah. Anytime you're depicted, it's like it's a sensitive, totally. a sensitive thing to do. Yes, and I guess in my mind, I've always kind of distinguished between a sort of like Sundance cinema verite style documentary that's like a beautiful representation of someone's life as being like that's different than mm-hmm. what Nathan Fielder does or something. But it's like no, there still is this essential anxiety and yeah. issue between the person yeah. making the thing, the person in it. Yeah, and you're yeah. like I think. Like ultimate, like if you just like if your documentary was just like one long shot of like one person doing an action or like having the interview and it's like not edited at all, like that maybe is like you know the realist. I don't sure. know, you know, but like <laughs> yeah. the second that you start like editing a yeah. real person, yeah, it's just the most monstrous like <laughs> fucking yeah. perverted act you yeah. could do. But you know, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, it's weird. Documentary is weird. It's well, weird. I'll also say because because there's this running theme in, in your stuff, and we we'll get to it. But of like the to me the the kind of guy that's like I have a right to film you. Like stop filming me. I have a right to film you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the kind of what I think of it a very American style dispute of like a guy with his phone being like, this is my property, I can film you. And then the other guy being like, you can't film me here. You know, it's like filming is like kind of violent. Like there's yeah, something scary yeah, yeah. to be filmed. It's like, I don't want to be, stop filming. It's like a violence shooting, but really all you're doing is just capturing. <laughs> yeah, but it is yeah. scary. And no. I mean, it's like kind of in, in the thing you're working on, which I don't know how much we can talk about in Neighbors, yeah. like being looked at and being filmed is like these characters like yes. biggest anxiety yeah totally you're it's right. so funny yeah, wow that's super interesting yeah. yeah but you're so right about yeah like filming someone is like an act of violence you know <laughs> especially when yeah. these people you know are like weaponizing a camera you know i'm yeah. filming you like right. because what you're saying is like when you film someone they instantly uh you know, they lose their control. You have filmed yeah. them. You right. can cut whatever you want out of that footage. You can post it anywhere. Yes, like totally. there is that's super interesting. Now we're on yeah. our Theo Anthony shit. Yeah. Also, yeah, also I do I do feel yeah. like also boomers like don't understand the internet as maybe or have a different relationship with the internet which yeah. we do. So they're like what they're scared of is like being caught being like a Karen or something like mm-hmm. that and going viral for something like really scary and bad right and i think <laughs> so I'm i guess scared I, of that too i uh, well yeah. may, maybe we all are in a in a sense but i guess like i don't know i i think that there is a particular thing about the sort of like age or demographic mm-hmm. of the people that you capture being like stop filming me stop filming me like i don't yes. want you filming me that is about like a nervous relationship that they have with how the internet works yeah that's interesting yeah Yeah, and like technology and like not wanting to yeah not wanting to be i mean my dad like um i feel like my dad is like sort of petrified of social media like he just started to like he has like an instagram but he only follows like you know me and my siblings and he like anytime someone from his past follows him, he just, like, blocks them. Like, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. He doesn't post, Hell, like... Yeah. I don't know. There's just... Yeah, there is a certain... Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's my dad. I know there's, like, a lot of older people that, like, use social media a lot, you know? Yeah, and, like, yeah. I mean, that's sure. where I find most For of sure. my subjects, <laughs> like, a totally. lot of the time, you know, but... Yeah. There is no, it's not to say that. that they're not on the internet, but, but I they get... they have a different relationship. With yes. Yeah. Well, yes. I think... I think uh, conversely, too, I think older people do have they kind of protect their privacy in a kind of 
on principle in a way that young, I mean, maybe now a little bit less, but I do think older people have a, like a thing about privacy that maybe younger people don't have. So like yeah. just being filmed, even if you're doing nothing can be stressful. Mm -hmm. um, just having your picture taken. Yeah. 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 Um, wait, that so is, go, go. No, no, I just, I really, I, it's a, it's a cool, this whole, yeah, I like this conversation. It's interesting. Just make it, it's making yeah. me think about what I do. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't often think about what I do. I just <laughs> kind of make it and I do it. And then I like think about it later and I, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I, yeah, I don't know. Everybody makes things in different ways or like people have different reasons for making art. And I feel like I like, um, I like to make things in more of like a, gut way and then think about it later then like yeah know. no but i think all the thinking comes through and we should we should get to talking about it, but like yeah i do think this intersection of like well what kind of character holds a camera and how do they feel about it like mm -hmm. it all kind of it i think it comes together because you're thinking kind of integrally about like the kinds of people that hold cameras and the kinds of people that film each other even if you're not like intellectualizing it it comes through because right that's the that's the things you get from media especially like watching have you ever seen honest frank oh, it sounds so familiar. honest frank he's was our YouTube guy. he's a youtube guy that ian turned me on to and he's like a staten island guy that's and he's right. like this this dude that has like a million youtube videos where right. he's just talking to the camera he's like lives alone with a million dogs and he's constantly <laughs> going to the like long island town hall to like like wrapped in an american flag to complain about his neighbors filming him yeah, you know yeah. like complain about whatever kind of thing <laughs> yeah. and he like there's one kind of all-timer video where he's like he's beefing with his neighbor like literally the neighbor's name is like tony ravioli or tony spaghetti or something and <laughs> and he's like filming he's like tony ravioli's right outside and then he's like hey honest frank stop fucking filming me and it's, <laughs> it's like that kind of guy but like that kind of guy exists all over the country yeah, yeah. for sure and i think even you just being like that's the kind of guy i want to make it's movies about that yeah the energy that's for there. sure yeah. yeah yeah and i yeah. also like i find it really interesting when people uh you know that like that guy you're describing or like you know when these older guys use youtube and um you know social media for reasons that are different than i don't know like it yeah like then then how we use it you know some people use their your their youtube as a, a diary that no one ever watches <laughs> right, you know? yes, like, yeah. and that stuff is just Hell like yeah. there's something so deeply disturbing and also like beautiful about that and there's like this is this is kind of whatever, but like um, Werner Herzog, like the, I, I was just reading a book with he. There's like this great interview book. I mean, he's like talking about like um, he's like always in search of like the purest image or something. Mm, and he's wow. like and he's like now like now like you can't find like a pure image. Like we have to like like you have to go to like Antarctica to find the purest image. <laughs> I love Werner Herzog, but like I also think that like. So, you know, you can find a pure image. Like, there's sometimes these guys that are making these, you know, YouTube channels that are just their diary over like years and years yes. that no one watches. Like, there's certain if you pause some of those videos and it's like, you know, of a guy's foot in this kitchen, like, you know, that's a fucking pure image. You yeah. know, like, I don't know. There's something just amazing about. Um, I was just watching this YouTube channel. This guy named Plastic Chair World. That <laughs> he's like this autistic guy who collects plastic chairs uh -huh. in cool. Pittsburgh. Um, my friend Rich showed him to me, but um, I was just thinking about the pure image thing there because there's just like moments in his videos where he's just like eating like he's like you know chicken salad challenge. He's just like eating a chicken salad at his kitchen table mm -hmm. while his mom walks in the background. He's like thirty something, um, but it's a very pure image. It's a guy eating a chicken salad in his kitchen. Like I don't know. There's something cool about that. Do you know how Werner Herzog defines a pure image? 
dude. It's okay if you don't. I forget what he's, <laughs> I forget what he was saying. We got we got to look it up. Yeah, it yeah. is interesting. I love Werner Herzog because well, he just throws those curveballs. He's like, you shouldn't do this. You should yeah. do that. Yeah, fuck yeah. He said he said storyboards are the is the tool of cowards. Yeah, fuck yeah, yes. yeah. Ian said that to me, and I've been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Felipe, famous storyboarder. I love yeah. storyboarding. <laughs> and it's the tool of cowards. It's, but how yeah. are you gonna know what you're gonna film when you get to the <laughs> to the set? Yeah, I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah, it makes me think about just to like be smarty pants about it, but like it makes me think about this. You know, Francesca Woodman. She was a RISD. Mm-hmm. She was a RISD photographer. What happened to the Woodmans or whatever? Is Wait, there really? Is there a documentary about like her? That? Yeah, yeah. Well, she was like people sort of cite her as like a a, um, a, a sort of pre-internet like sort of selfie photographer. Basically, she like would take photos of herself in her house over and over, and like her whole aura is like self-portraiture and like really intimate images of herself in her space. And I don't know, I think that's kind of interesting to think of a guy like Plastic Chair World or, yeah, like, right, right. or like Honest Frank is like kind of in that tradition, but sort of like a, a degraded or like a pop yeah. version of it. But it's like, just, I'm going to I'm gonna like aestheticize. My, my entire life is like a story. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And, and that thing you say about like, oh, it's actually, when a person just keeps the camera rolling, accidentally they'll get like moments that are like these brilliant incredible like yeah you wouldn't have expected it kind of moments definitely yeah yeah i'd love that it is really that that's exciting because the the possibilities are so endless but guys go ahead no you go say it finish up what you're gonna say I don't even remember what I was going <laughs> to well i was gonna ask how do you find your subjects for your movies because that's like probably interesting definitely <laughs> that's, that's what i'm thinking for sure <laughs> well i like i honestly like um what's it called i um i use craigslist a lot well to be mm. clear so like the latest work you've been doing you have now kind of moved into kind of i don't know if non-actors but i'd say middle-aged people are in your movies <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. who are like kind of weird pe- uh, just yeah. people or just like yeah maybe maybe they are non-actors like glenn they're not traditional or? glenn's day yeah glenn's day? Yeah. yeah those guys i mean those guys are those in those movies yeah um his name is actually glenn i just completely forgot i was like yeah that's my character glenn <laughs> no his name is glenn Orn- orndorff but he's not an actor yeah mm-hmm. he's not an actor and those guys um, none of those people in there are actors, but I mean, they actually, two of them are actors. I, I just put a Craigslist mm-hmm. ad in Miami, um, looking for, I forget even what I said. I was just looking for middle-aged people and Glenn was just a, um, he's an Elvis impersonator. And so he's never acted Classic in type of guy. Classic yeah. type of guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I have a lot of luck on, um, Craigslist. It just really depends on the project, you know. And like, well, I, don't I mean, know. you you were looking for crazy people in Miami, mm-hmm. you know, Florida, which is like kind of like being in Brooklyn and looking for like, a, yeah, you know, like a I don't know, an artist, a guy, with, yeah. a guy <laughs> with cuffed pants. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. like Florida is like where America sends all its craziest uh, middle-aged people. I feel like it's true. That's that's <laughs> the in, if you want to go find pure images, yeah, go to Florida. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's the place yeah. of the purest image yeah. I think in our country. I love it there. <laughs> um, yeah, I love. I I don't know. I I really love. Um, I like working with uh, real people. I don't know, or like people that don't look like I, I. I need to actually. 
I've recently been like, oh, I want to make something with like younger people in it, just because like I think it's like easier for people to like grab onto somebody who's younger than just sort of like a very <laughs> random older person, or it's like just a different. Mm. I don't know, but I yeah, I I really like um, it excites me and it juices me up to um, you know get somebody who I find to look and sort of act um, interesting and amazing. Like, you know, you like talk to these people online if you have an, a character in mind. And then like once they get to set, it's such an exhilarating experience where now you have this very real person in front of you who's going to like play this character. I don't know. There's just something yeah. really exciting to me Are about you it. good at like people management or like handling big personalities that kind of thing yeah this is what i was gonna ask because i feel like there's this challenge of being like so you're here partially because you're weird and we like that but also we respect you Mm because you're acting in the movie and yeah yeah it just seems like a hard well yeah i mean i think that like i i like you know i do i don't i never like i might cast somebody because i'm like oh i really I, I find them to look so interesting. I kind of like fall in love with them a little bit. Mm. And, but like once they're there in front of me, like I just, I think because I'm just, I have so much respect for the fact that they showed up and they're here and they're like excited to work with me that I just like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I, I hope to like foster an environment where they feel comfortable and they're like excited mm. to work with me. I, I don't know. It's never like, it's never, they, I don't think they ever feel like, I feel like they're weird or something. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Glenn from Glenn's Day, like, that, that, that is an example, though, of, like, he showed up thinking, I don't know what he thought was the movie was going to look like, but then once he saw the movie and it's all 360 footage, he was just sent me all these very angry texts. Really? Yeah, what did he was, say? It was a nightmare. What did he say? It's the only time that I've ever had, like, I worked with an actor and they just, like, or like I worked with one of these people who I like I, I was really I'm really drawn to I'm so excited and um he yeah he really hated what the way he, he was portrayed What did he say about it? He just was Cuz I love those movies. Yeah. I they're they're awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean I like them too. I think that I mean you were just talking about like, you know, the violence of sort of being filmed, right? Yeah. I mean I think that I in his mind I I sort of like assaulted him with the way that I <laughs> yeah. filmed him, you know, because I manipulated the footage to, he just looked crazy you know and like he looked like i made him look like or in his mind he was just like disappointed in me he was like texting me he's like oh i'm so disappointed in you like Aww, i can't believe you made you. me look like this like Aww. like you, you're i don't know yeah he was just he, he really hated the way it wow. looked huh it's interesting because that movie so i guess just to be clear and i do want to ask you about this because it feels like a very central part of the style of your films but um you work with these 360 cameras that then you like can once you've filmed it you have all this information and you can like manipulate the image to like focus on different things whether it's like the actor's face covering the whole screen or like the actor's face being small but it looks all like distorted right and it creates this really funny kind of clownish effect where mm-hmm. when a character's getting upset their whole face might fill the frame and it looks insane yeah. and when a character's talking to other characters their face might be small so the other characters can fit but there's this kind of like expressionistic um sort of quality to the camera and i think in that in that film like that dude gets to be a clown i mean the the film is like a clown for you know he's like yeah he gets to be a funny guy and, mm-hmm. and, clearly, and that comes through it's not like it's lost in just the visual totally no yeah. no no like i mean the whole situation is absurd but it's interesting that 
you know, one kind of actor would see that and be like, oh yeah, I'm a clown. Like yeah. I look silly in this. But yeah. for him, I'm kind of curious what he imagined the, the movie was where he saw himself and he was like, it's not fun for me to be the funny guy. Like I didn't sign up for that, but I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I really, um, I feel like I love using those cameras because it makes like, I just got really obsessed with making like a like I just loved how cartoonish it made everything and I was just like wow I'm so excited by this being like a live action cartoon like mm. I love that these people's faces are just like morphing and like um yeah I just I, I'm I'm obsessed with that I'm still so excited about those cameras <laughs> and like the the I haven't yeah I'm try, I like sort of took a break from using them cuz I don't know why but yeah I love them but I think that he yeah, I don't know what he thought. I don't know what he... I think he was disturbed by the fact that, yeah, like, he was being laughed at or something, you mm. know? And, like, I think that... Um, that makes you sad, Sarah? Yeah, it makes oh, me I'm feel sorry. sad. But I, it's not as if it's your fault. No, yeah. no, I know. Yeah. It, it's just funny to me when I think about, like, him showing up to set and us making this movie and, like, being like, um, okay, so like, like, this is your character. Like, we did like rehearsals, and I'm like, okay, so like now, basically, like I'm gonna walk out of the room, and I'm gonna put this camera on your head, and like you're gonna have a microphone on you, and you're gonna run the entire scene, like, and I'm just gonna be outside, and this this is the camera, like this thing on your head. Yeah. Like I don't know what he thought it was gonna look like, totally. you know, but like, um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I also I didn't even know exactly what it was gonna look like when I did that. Like I just thought it was. Um, I, I had tested it on myself, and then I was just like, I just need to put this on. An was older that the man. first movie you had done with that with that technique? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah and I, I just yeah. I was gonna say I think it also makes me sad just because the movie's so good that uh, I'm like, he should just be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the well, star of a really cool project. Totally. Yeah, so that's a shame. I, yeah, he's also yeah. like I, he's a re- retiree in um, in Vero Beach, Florida, and you know he's like. Uh, lives in like a retirement community and like is an Elvis impersonator and like he has his own like um, you know he he want, he kept asking me over and over again for if I could be his manager like <laughs> as like, to get him more shows or he was like he's like I think he it was like a little transactional for him or he was like maybe if I do this film mm, with this he was guy using you. Yeah. he was yeah so he was using me he thinks was, you're a weird guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wants wow, to use wow that's a good insight yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. insight um, totally um, um Alex is asking, what did you think about the 360 shot in Card Counter? Dude, I was about I, to say that. Yeah. I have not even watched that movie. I need to because everybody keeps telling me to. And um, yeah. it, so- it sounds amazing, though. And I love that Paul Schrader, love Paul Schrader. And yeah. I love that he did 360. I'm they, honestly like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got to watch that movie. They use it to for the Guantanamo Bay scene. Abu Ghraib, right? isn't it Abu Ghraib? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's Abu yeah, Ghraib, yeah, it's Abu Ghraib. And it's very disturbing, very different than how I feel when I watch yours. But right. yeah, wow! I wa- yeah, yeah, I need to watch that. Bro, we hated that movie though. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that's, well, that's why yeah. I haven't watched it because everyone's like, yeah, yeah like card counter fucking. I sucks. straight I up did not get yeah. the hype. That yeah. scene is good. Mm-hmm. I really did not understand the rest of the movie, and people still put it up on top, like top yeah, top ten list. Being goofy. Yeah, I know they're being snobs. I don't get it. Right. But anyways, um, yeah, I interrupted you, and you're about to say a final thing about the. I don't even remember what I was yeah, going to say, yeah. but I want to watch that scene in Car Counter really bad. Do you feel like really Do you feel like that 360 camera thing is like integral to what you want to make? Like, are you like, okay, that's my thing, or do you feel like it's a side part of what you make? I think that like 
I honestly um, had to kind of take like um, I think yeah I I love I love using it and I get really I get really excited by it but I also get sort of bored by it and so right now I'm kind of trying to make stuff that has nothing to do with yeah 360 camera I kind of just want to like make stuff I don't know I want to like rely more on writing or um other formal choices than like the 360 camera I don't know I just get bored easily with like doing stuff and I like to try new things out and I just don't want to be like um I never want to be like what's it called uh uh you know What's it called? What, what am I? What am I trying to Someone, say? Pinhole. Yeah. Oh, like, pigeonhole. Yeah, yeah, pigeonhole. Yeah, yeah. You're the 360 guy. Your yeah, stuff looks yeah, crazy. Yeah. Totally. Like, no, I, I. I mean, that's kind of where I was going. Where it's I like, think of you as a shirts guy. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, honestly, Great. being uh, you know called any type of guy, you know, I think is a good thing, you know, because then people are like, you know, they remember something that you made, which is always good. But I yeah. do think like maybe that's an easier thing to do, like. When you're older and you've been doing stuff for a while, it, it, maybe you're more in a place oh. where you're like, okay, I want to be known for a thing and just kind of do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're younger <laughs> and you're still like trying to figure stuff out, I feel like it can't be very fun to be. It's like, because I think you could just be like, I'm a 360 camera guy. Yeah. You could have a great career doing that. <laughs> and eventually it would get kind of old, but people would just be like, I want you for that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, yeah. Totally. And I also like, I think the problem also is, is that like, I watch like big movies and I just like watch like, yeah, I just like watch a lot of different shit. And I'm like, fuck, I want to make like a big movie. I don't want to make like a, I don't want to make like, you know, Glenn's Day a thousand times. Like I want to make something that looks like. It's like an epic. Yeah. Some fucking epic shit. Like I want to make a big ass movie. I don't, I don't know. So I just like to experiment with different stuff. Churl Dud on the comments is saying Glenn's Day is as close to a film can get to sculpture in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Moon Hoax and all the 360 years. Moon Hoax is your other 360 camera film. Yeah. Um, uh, Churl Dud, let us do the theater. <laughs> okay. Make a queer coming of age Charles, short hey. on, a fil- on a DSLR all natural light. Yeah, you know, uh, that is something that I've actually been writing recently and yeah. I'm not queer, but I decided, you know, Just maybe give it I a shot. Should, yeah, give it a shot. Try something new, you know? <laughs> Certainly you could tell their story. You yeah. Know? Yeah. If anyone needs to tell their story, it's you. Look, anyone can tell anyone's story, okay? <laughs> I, I would love to see a queer coming of age film with a 360 camera well, that's a great idea it goes like mom yeah. dad I'm gay and it's like whoop and their face is like huge on the screen <laughs> what <laughs> yeah um yeah I don't know we're hitting our hour do we want to talk about the I say we keep it going a little longer just because I feel like there's more stuff to talk about unless you're feeling no no, no I, I'm kind of curious I'm kinda, yeah, we're, vibing. we're vibing and there's more stuff that I or at least I wanted yeah. to talk a little bit about Neighbors yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, I don't know. Is there something you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> I know. I'm down to talk about. Yeah. Just well, it's just no. No one's I'm seen dead. it, so yeah. it's like it's, it's like it's thing. a hard thing to be like ask, answer questions of a thing that people have don't have context. And for, you're still I trying guess. to. And everyone in the chat seen Chunky Three, and yeah. I know you keep talking about Chunky Three. <laughs> so. People have seen my whole entire filmography. Yeah. <laughs> they know me. Does do you feel like talking about it because you're in the midst of trying to sell it or pitch it? Um. Yeah, no, I'm down to talk about neighbors. Just yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know. I'll just say I'm I'm I. Whatever I, you want me to take out, I can take out later. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just um. Yeah, right now I'm making a. I I made a documentary. I'm trying to make a documentary TV series and with um, Dylan, me and Dylan and my brother, um, basically are are trying to make something about 
a sort of a comedic documentary series about neighbor disputes. And yeah, I don't know. We made the first episode and we're hopefully going to make more. And um, But it's been a really, uh, it's probably my, the I don't know, the most giving and amazing thing that I've made, I think, mm. that for myself. I think that like the experience was just amazing. So basically you follow... Two sets of neighbors? Remind me of three. Yeah, yeah. two sets of Two neighbors. sets of neighbors who have, like, problem. One of them has a problem with, like, the, the where land. her lawn ends. Yeah. And then the other two just have beef. Can't right? even tell what the problem is. Where it yeah. starts. They're just, like, <laughs> they just, uh, filming yeah. each other. Have beef, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, what was that like, finding these people? Did you just, like, where you're, like, hit me up if you got a problem with your neighbor? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, yeah, but I, so... The the whole process of finding them was, yeah. That, I mean that that's the thing that just like took the longest. I don't know. That was like that's the craziest part of this. Me and uh, I went to L.A. for like a few months because Dylan and I thought that we would just make the whole thing in L.A. because he was there and I, I and and Andy, our producer, was there, and so we were like, it's just going to be easier if I go to L.A. We find the neighbors there, um, but and um, Harley. Um, what's it called, was doing casting for us and she was doing it remote in LA and we just didn't have, we found some good subjects but we didn't have that much luck in like finding two neighbors that lived next to each other that were both down to be on camera right. and talk to us and like, so then, um, you know, we, we, we filmed with a bunch of different people in, in LA but no one was really like, like we never got two neighbors that lived next to each other. Oh, we really? Just got, we always got one neighbor and then we would try to get the other one and we, it would be like a whole like, it'd be like, you know, you're really trying to, it's like pining for someone romantically, you know, it's like yeah. you really want them. And, and it then can the, only be you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're giving you little hints or like, maybe I'll do an interview and you're like, oh, please, like, we'll give you like 4K. We're like blowing like so much of our budget just to get like <laughs> one interview because we're like, well, hopefully, you know, if we, if we yeah. get it, then um, we can, uh, you know sell the show or we were just like we just need to get two neighbors that live next to each other and we have to interview them and follow their dispute and it was so hard and then um i went to florida for for the holidays this was like last year and um basically harley and i um went around florida for about two or three months um just trying to find two people that live next to each other that would want to be on camera. And yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a really, really long, arduous process. Did you knock on doors or was it all Reddit? I mean, not Reddit, uh, Craigslist. It was a lot of Craigslist. Um, we, I would put Craigslist ads out like every day for, and, and be on phone calls with people wow. who answer just, you know, um, like just listening to like hour long stories about their neighbor and like, Oof. you know, sometimes it's oh the, gosh. this is the, the problem with this, this whole process is like, you know, you could get people that are so interesting and amazing and you're like, this is the best fucking character ever. Like, and Matt, you're like, you're, you're, you're like thinking about the whole movie in your head. Like, oh my God, we're going to go to his house. And like, he has this like weird, uh, like son who's like, I don't know. They're just like telling you all this stuff and you're like, this is amazing. And then you're like, oh, can we talk to your neighbor? And they were like, well, I hate my neighbor. Like, we have a terrible relationship. Well, that's what that <laughs> I thought was interesting is that even though the even though the show is about people fighting, they kind of have to come together on the project of being in the documentary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They have to at least coordinate to be like, okay, yeah, we're both in the doc. We're both part of this movie now, um, yeah. which feels like a little bit like they're 
like the beginning of a collaboration. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. There is something like um they're both going to be at the red carpet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, I think that we were like we had a lot of ideas for like uh where the show could I mean, yeah, it, it is true within the thing like they do have to like come together to to some degree, you know. But when you found the people that are in it, you're like, "Oh my god." Yeah, it's we totally. Found them. And yeah, I mean, I I think that like I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a whole, to, it was really truly like a team effort to like make that thing because, um, I don't know, we, I think we all got obsessed and, and like, (laughs) I think like Dylan and I were just super intense on, on wanting to get two neighbors that live next to each other. (laughs) It's a great visual. Yeah. Yeah. And Harley was amazing doing casting and, and filtering through so many people and like yeah we went to door to door so much because like even if you find somebody on craigslist and you talk to them in person then you have to like you know walk next door and knock on the door <laughs> right, and be yeah. like hey so like we want to do a show about like you guys being neighbors and like usually they'd be like get off my lawn i'm gonna Whoa, fucking kill you totally. like I, I don't know we 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 got into some stuff like that but like yeah, I don't know. I, I we could talk more about it, but yeah, it's hard even just it. you describing like your phone blowing up from calls from Craigslist is like enough to be like, well, I could never make a thing like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that enough. I can't Getting a phone call hour. from a number yeah. I don't know is like enough stressful enough for me. Like yeah. someone that like from Craigslist calling you, back yeah, 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 and yeah. being like, hey, like I your saw phone, your, your phone just must be ringing, or you're getting texts from random people like all the time. <laughs> oh know? yeah. Well, when I'm in that when I'm in that mode that's all I'm yeah. freaking doing yeah. I'm just either, yeah that it is it is really like it's really exhausting honestly like totally it was both it's both cool but also exhausting because you know also like our country is extremely mentally ill like I, yeah. I don't know like <laughs> that's what comes through in the show <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it does right yeah and I think that we yeah. went through so many calls with people that were just like I don't know yeah there's funny ones but there's also just and inha- I mean, it was really dark. Like we would get calls that were like about neighbors, great, but like the situations were just so terrible that we were just like, yeah, you just like have a call and you're like, all right, well, this is not going to make it on the show, but That's you're like, dark. I have to finish this conversation <laughs> with this person because they're really opening up to me yeah. right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's a weird process. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ca- uh, casting is something that I'm like. I think is the is probably one of the things that I'm most excited about with filmmaking. Interesting. And I don't know. I just really like, like ultimately, like um, I think it's like the most important thing, honestly, in filmmaking because you're literally that's the that's the shit that you're watching on the screen. Right. Like you can have a yeah. great script and stuff, but like. I always thought it was the camera. <laughs> so actually, it's sound. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's know. That's interesting. I've done some like um, producing and casting for documentaries. That is like my paid job stuff. And I remember once doing like this documentary short for a really random digital platform, and it was about the last slave ship ever to come to America. And we needed to cast descendants of the people, the enslaved people that were on that ship. And so I had to cold call people to be like, "Hey, I heard that your great 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 grandfather." came over on a slave ship in this for this year. We want you to be on this channel you've never heard of. Right. Work with this director you've never heard of. You weren't expecting me to call. You're at lunch right now or at your job. And I hated doing it, but people were like ready to get into it like right at that moment. Right. Yeah. They like would be like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They'd be like, yeah. yeah, that's right. That was my, is my family story. Wow. And it's actually really important to me. And then they would like be, they would never be like, 
who are you? Why are you yeah, calling me? And they're you. like, ready, already like giving me the interview. And totally. I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's interesting to also be in a moment in like American media where people understand uh, so much about television and streaming and YouTube videos where like almost every person sort of expects that they're going to be on TV. It feels well, like it kind of goes like, against totally. what I was yeah. saying earlier, but in this show, it felt like they kind of wanted to be on camera because they wanted to kind of take their problem they wanted to be heard more mm. than anything. Like there's a scene where these two neighbors go to the court, go to court. And it's clear that they're so, their vision of what the other person has done to them is so twisted and impossible to explain to a judge. Like a guy's like, he's stalking me. And in order to understand what he's saying, you have to be following for a while to understand that he believes that all these other neighbors in the neighborhood are, are like following him. And, like yeah. it's such a tortured logic that the judge is like, I can't even begin to help you guys here, but it's clear that all they want is for someone to be like, I hear you. Yeah, yes. right, right, right. And that's yeah. why they're on the show, because they're like, I want someone to know that I'm scared and that I'm mad. But ultimately, the problem itself is impossible to understand. Yes, because like, in the episode, he's like, I just need this to go viral so that people will care. About yes, it. yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally. I, I wanted to ask you, actually, going back a little bit, but like, you have this thing with casting and you cast sort of non-actors and you have these docu these sort of documentary projects and you have projects that are like half documentary in the sense that like they're not, yeah, trained actors. But then you also have a lot of, you've done, you know, did a thing with Conor O'Malley and you did a music video. Um, I can't remember who, you've made a couple Brock of music Hampton. videos. Yeah. But you Big also made pussy. one with Patty Brock Harrison. Big yeah. Pussy, yeah. yes. Um, what's the, how do you like, do you think about directing or like, how are those different or when you are directing, even if they're like non-actor? I don't know. What do you think about directing actors? Well, I mean, I think that like in those situations with Patty and like Con and working with like Connor O'Malley, like I am editing on those. So I'm not like. Um, oh, you were an editor. You weren't the director on this? No. Oh, bro. I'm so sorry. No, no. It's, hey, it's okay. I thought I thought that's such a good question. Like. Felipe, great, yeah. great job. Turns out, that was turns perfectly out teed I'm up. And then it, it yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was it Alan, did Alan Resnick direct that? Alan Resnick directed that, yeah. Okay. And I like, but I think that um, in those projects specifically, like um, editing does become a big, like my fingerprint is, see, is seen on it very, very much, I think. Totally. Because I go so hard in the editing and stuff. So I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. yeah. He's basically um, directing it from the edit. Sure. No, yeah. no. Fuck yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. my but question wasn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Your question was good. I don't know. Like directing actors? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have projects that are like, I mean, you know, the big parade, for instance, uh, is like actors. Yeah, right. Um, but then you have these documentary projects and then you have non-actors where you're like, okay, I'm going to leave the house and you have a camera on your head. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you rehearse those for Glenn's Day? Yeah, it just depends. I mean, with those like GoPro ones, like or the 360 ones, it's it's honestly like they're the, the most fun to make for me because it's really like I don't have to think at all about camera. I don't have to think at all about like anything except for for, for performance, you know. And we just like yeah, rehearse. Like, they they you know memorize the script and then we just rehearse it like over and over again, and they just like start improvising and like. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, and then it, it, it becomes a different thing. But yeah, I like, um, I think that's why I like using those 360 cameras the most is because it's just, it's like a set it and forget it kind of thing. Like ambiance camera almost. Yeah, you yeah. just set it up and then like you deal with the shots later and, <laughs> and like that's that, you know? You don't have to be like, oh, I'm not sure if we got it. I think maybe I did something weird at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like, thing. hey, something's yeah. going to come right. from this, yeah. you know? like well, It's frustrating because shooting things on film for, on camera it's like everything is counterintuitive to how to, to count, set up against 
getting a good performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have to work really hard to make people feel comfortable right. and act. But there's all these elements that are that are taking that away from you. So it's great to find a situation where you're like, oh, I can actually leave all the technicality yeah. behind and really just watch people. Totally. And I, I really like... Um, yeah, it's really exciting when you, you know, if you really like how somebody looks or you're drawn to a person, like, you know, one of these actors or non-actors, and then they, they like, when they start speaking the things that you wrote, and then, I, I don't know, it's just, like, there's something really electric about that. And then, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's also cool, like, how people bring them, like, you know, who they are to the character and stuff like that, you know, like... I don't know. I, I'm always down to like change whatever they're gonna say once that like somebody gets there. Totally, they're just so like they're just such a real person. I feel like that always happens. I like have like a script idea or whatever, and I'm like, all right, yeah, like you know, we cast somebody and then they show up, and I'm just like looking at them, and I'm like, holy shit, like you're a real ass person right now. Like <laughs> yeah. you have crazy looking teeth. Like you look amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, just like so drawn to the way that this person. I don't know. I'm like. Um, I am always really, uh, I also just like when things look more real or something. I don't know. Like, I just like when, I like using people like that because it just, to me in my head, like, it just somehow looks like it just created itself or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like a film. It doesn't look like it's a film. It's just like, like my friends are in a movie. Yeah. I, I like, I feel like I like, I'm like, um, really like, um, I don't know. I don't, I I'm not so interested in making that. I'm recently I've been like I actually do want to like use some of my friends in a movie or like yeah. it sounds nice to use somebody who's like actually like a good um somebody who's like really passionate about acting, mm-hmm. you know? That sounds really exciting. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's just that right now that's just what I'm interested in. I like in. that thing you're saying about making itself because there is sometimes when I see your stuff there's a feeling that like these guys are making the movie. I mean, yeah. especially because the camera's on them, but there's right. a, it's like the movie's filtered through their worldview and their like anxiety is like, you can see it in the camera work, but it's like, it's like a found object, like a YouTube channel of this guy mm. who's filming his day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that comes through and it's effective. Yeah. Thank Thank you. Thank I'm I'm glad. I really like, I like when I watch things like, I don't know. I don't. I think you described it well. Like, but I think that there is like a like sometimes my favorite things that I watch. Just like I'm just like, how the fuck did somebody make that? Or like, yeah. It just like it feels like it's just, yeah. Like it was just found somewhere or something. I don't know. I just like stuff like that. Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned that your brother really likes YouTube, and that you guys like maybe share a love for like strange YouTube videos. Yeah, you can like see the diet of the filmmaker what the filmmaker watched when they're when you see the thing they make we talk a lot about um how like tim tim heidecker and um eric wareheim stuff like it you can tell it's borrowed from that culture of like passing those vhs tapes around in the 90s and so yeah yeah totally watch your shit it's like oh i can tell this person likes strange YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. People. You can tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't hide that stuff when you make No, I mean, something. it's a cool thing. I, I yeah, think it's yeah. A, it's it's hard you. to recreate or, like, pay homage to a thing you really like in a, in a cool way. Well, it was yeah. funny. Yeah. I remember once, and this is a, a guy that Conor O'Malley always brings up often, I think, but we had a show and Conor O'Malley was, like, at the end of his stand-up said, he was like, I'm just going to show you guys 
YouTube videos. And he showed us Fed Smoker. Have you ever seen Fed Smoker? Oh, I don't know. Has he shown this to you? I don't know. He's like a big fan of these videos. And he, he's, I know he's shown them before. And there are other people in the scene who like are aware of these. It's just, yeah, one of these dudes. It's always, he hates cops. He's like always filming himself. Right. And, um, and then I watched it and I was like, Oh, like once you watch this guy, the whole Conor O'Malley character is like, it's this guy. He's just doing an impression of yeah, this guy. Yeah, it yeah. made perfect sense. Um, and it's like, oh, this, he's like captured this thing, but it's like, it's very literally him seeing a guy and being like, I'm going to be that guy. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that is the exciting thing about the internet and like finding those videos is that like, yeah, a lot of those, you know, you could find these people who are just like, so, you know, they're so idiosyncratic and unique characters. I mean, they're real people, but like, you know, you, and, but, but they have like no views and like, you know, you can just be very heavily inspired by them because I don't know, there's just, there's so much shit out there. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're, now we are coming up on the end. How long have we been talking for? About an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah, a little bit under that. This is a long... Hey, look, There's we've had we 21 viewers. We've had 21 Stable. viewers right now. Shout out to everybody Stable. listening right now, right yeah. now. That's a pretty good... And a lot of first-time chatters. That's what a pretty that? good amount of viewers for an hour and a half. Really? I think yeah. so, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So people have been listening to us just straight ramble about <laughs> video and... Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yo, wrap it up for wrap sure. It up, <laughs> Dude, for sure. Um, well, I love your guy, all of your guys' stuff so much, Aww. and I'm so inspired by you guys. Mm, Seriously, I'm like so... Any time that I ever... Um, have seen you guys perform or your videos. I'm just like super, I get so juiced up and I don't know. I'm just really lucky to know you guys. That's sweet, man. That's I appreciate that. Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Um, come to my comedy show. No, I'm sure. <laughs> He's show. performing at the Broadway yeah. Comedy Club. I don't know what I want to plug. That's Big Pussy with Brockhampton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out Brock. Pussy. Check out Brockhampton. Yeah. Yeah, I want to plug Brockhampton. <laughs> That's my favorite fucking band. I fucking love rap so much. No, I um, I don't know. I have nothing to plug. I you know, just uh, you know, keep. Yeah. You I guys got to do another Fleshworks. That's what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do Fuck more yeah. screenings and... Um, Picture Plus. Yeah. Picture Plus. Yeah, we got to do... We got. We all got to do another screening together. That would be fun An as fuck. We got a bunch of videos in the can that we got to <laughs> put do, out. Right? Yeah. Dude, you guys are so prolific. Yeah, uh, they you do guys make a lot of videos. go crazy. Not all of them are good. <laughs> Not all of them are all good. Them are it doesn't matter. So good. <laughs> well, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see really with these bad. upcoming ones. <laughs> are you not excited about them? No, we are. We are. We are. We are. They're good. They're good. They're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, well, thanks, for having, yeah, thanks, thanks for having for me on, on this show. Yeah, man, thanks for coming. I feel crazy because I've just been like talking for no, so long. No, hey, but that's the point. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I thanks feel psyched. I feel really good. That's okay, good. Yeah. You feel like, yeah. do you have something to plug, Sarah? No. Do we have something to plug, Sam? Uh, come to our show on February 18th. Well, we have, is that, wait, re, oh yeah, I got to start 18th. advertising it. Stat. Little yeah. Field. Little yeah, Field. Yeah. Simple it's Town. a big room, so we're going to need people. Lot, we need a lot of butts yeah. and seats. I got to make this motherfucking poster. Okay, we got that. If you're in London, March 23rd. Yeah. I mean, that's in a long ass time from now. Philly, March, when, 18th? Uh, 25th. February <laughs> I'm sorry, February 25th. Yeah, check it out online. Yeah, the just, it's, it's, at the it's on our website. It's yeah. all on simplesimpletowntown.com. Wait, you guys are doing a show in Philly. We're doing Simple, a show in Philly. Town, wow, dude, Philly, rep, represent. Hit yeah. up your friends yeah. if you got friends there, if your I, sister's there. My sister is there. Shout out Alexandra on the chat. Tell your sister to come you. to our yeah, show. Go to the Simple Town show. Wait, when is it? February 24th at um, 
I think it's the Johnny 25th. Brenda's. Is you it guys 25th? doing new shit? And then 24th. Kay, are you in the chat? Are going to do a little new shit? Yeah. And doing, then we're going to be in Hudson. They do a new shit? Yeah, yeah that's my question. We're going to do new shit. Yeah. No, Johnny Brenda's is old shit. Well, because they're in Philly. They haven't seen our... Because we have middle shit. We have old shit, <laughs> then we have middle shit that we've been making this year. We don't have new, new shit, but they are, you're going to see the middle they're shit. on that old, right. new shit. And then we're going to be in Hudson. Well, I just got to put out the fucking posters. I'm waiting I'm waiting on links. I'm waiting on ticket links to put out these posters, but... I just want to... I want to say, I really... Uh, I think it's so cool that you guys do this podcast. Really? I do. I really think it's cool. And I was thinking about it on the walk here, and I was like... I don't know. It's 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 almost like a meditation or something that you guys mm. do this like every week, right? I don't know. There's something just like I don't know. You just get have a give a space for people to talk, and then you guys talk, and you guys are just so funny. Like oh. I don't know. It's 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 a cool ritual to like build into your um, your like creative life. You know, I was yeah. thinking about that in the kitchen actually today. Well, yeah, I, I've never <laughs> watched. I've never listened to many of the episodes, like maybe one or two, but I think like when I'm 85, I'll be like, wow, this will Hell be yeah. an amazing document <laughs> of like a period of time yeah. in my life. Totally. Yeah. Um, and you guys and are in your honest. life too, man. You'll probably yeah. go back and listen to all of them when you're 85. <laughs> right before I die. Yeah. Yeah. Bring me the computer. Yeah. And I'm reaching for it. Uh, and we um, want to shout out all of our friends at Sundance and Slam Dance. We hope you're having a great time. Oh, Edie's there. And Edie's there. Yeah. And Ryan Martin Brown is there. Ryan Martin Brown is at Slam Dance? Yeah. Very cool. Pretty shout cool. out to Slam and Sun. Slam yeah. and Sun. Sundance and Both then the important. freaky other yeah. one. But I appreciate you saying that. Yes. Um, of yeah, course. I, I don't always feel that way about the podcast, <laughs> so I appreciate you saying that. You've always yeah. wanted to make a podcast that's like a meditation. Yeah, yeah. that's Did true. You? That's true. <laughs> no. no, no, it's not. That, that's not what I. It's not like when you listen to it, it's like yeah. a meditation. No, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I don't even know what I'm fucking saying. No, no, it's like it's a ritual, beautiful. and it like builds up over time, and there's like yeah. a kind of yes. yes and it's. Yes. I was just like scrolling through all your guys's episodes, and I was like, it's just yeah, it's cool to. Uh, it's really cool. I don't know. It's very inspiring. Well, I'm glad you got to be yeah. on it. Thanks, yeah, for, being thanks on. for having me. Bye. All right, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Raisin Man Arena.